0: Precure, Podcast Engaged! Hello and welcome to Precure, Podcast Engaged, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Precure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chipo.
1: And with the power of my Millennium Item, I transform into Yami Cassidy, (laughs) Queen of Games.
0: Cassidy, we're talking about putting here, not Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh.
1: Oh. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I can't remember, it's been too long.
0: (laughs) It has been a while, and I want to say, as the person who's kept us away... That I am sorry, but moving is a pain in the ass.
1: Especially when your podcast becomes cursed in the meantime.
0: Yes, this podcast has been become cursed. But, you know, I took inspiration from the Pretty Cures that no matter what, I'm not going to let the darkness win. So we are going to keep continuing this podcast despite all of the setbacks we've had.
1: You can help us break the curse by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes or tweeting at us all of the uh, your credit card number and those three wacky digits <laughs> on the back.
0: Yes, you could do both those things, especially the second. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but good news is that despite the setbacks, we are finally on the 10th episode of wa. We have made it. To the double digits, because today we are watching episode 10, Corner Explodes, A Wonderful Birthday.
1: Also known as Birthday Heist, which is definitely the more accurate of the two titles.
0: Yes. Having seen the episode now, like when I heard it before, I'm like, I don't know if that's going to fit, but having seen the episode, it, it definitely fits better i I don't know if she explodes, Willie. Really.
1: No, that's exactly what I was gonna say when we get to the end is that at no point in this does Honika explode.
0: I mean she does lecture the robbers later,
1: but she doesn't get like yeah angry enough about it for me to say it's exploding. Yeah.
0: If you want Honoka exploding, just go back and watch the episode where she's like shouting at Pissard for being a jerk,
1: yeah. That's the episode where Honoka explodes.
0: Yes. (laughs) But, uh, I was gonna say something else before we got into the episode. Ah, yes. So, because it's been so long, uh, an update on me, your lovely fairy partner, and the pronouns I use. As you all know, I use he, him, and they, them, but I've also added... C sir spelled CE and then CER so just update your brains
1: update your spreadsheets accordingly
0: <laughs> yes if there is a what what is the site called TV tropes page for us just update that i don't think there is cuz i don't think enough people listen to us Tanner if you're out there
1: <laughs> i i don't think there's enough stuff happening in our podcast that would be a TV trope. That's fair. I don't think.
0: Okay. But also,
1: I don't use a TV trope that often.
0: Uh, I use it sometimes when I start something new. I'll like look over it and then spoil myself for it because there's. I don't because I'm always clicking on the stuff that's hidden behind spoilers to read it. But that's Besides the point.
1: I just realized that I'm not going to remember what half of my notes are about because I watched this episode like two weeks ago.
0: It is okay. Maybe as we talk about the episode, you'll remember exactly what happened.
1: You know, I'm not sure because one of these notes just says Kingdom Hearts question mark.
0: You know, (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Okay, from what I remember, I don't know (laughs) where that might take place.
1: Alright, let's just start from the beginning, where my first note is, someone stopped these Meepos, so I have no idea what's going on.
0: Ah, yes. This is because they're, like, cuddling or, like, rubbing up against each other, uh, like, very, like, happily, because they're so in love, as everyone knows. And (laughs) Honoka and Nagisa are just, like, watching them. Oh, maybe it's because uh Mipo at one point says, uh, come closer, and Mipo's like, but Nagisa's watching, and he's like, just forget about her. She's just like a pumpkin. Ah. Uh. remains to be the worst. Nag- mm-hmm. Nagisa should just let him die last episode. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Wow, that was the last episode, huh?
0: Yeah, it Jeez, was.
1: that was it feels like it's been years
0: it's been so long we even had a guest on last episode yeah that was last episode right porsche was on
1: yeah it was the one where where was sick yes
0: because nagisa does reminisce as she's off to do about what happened last episode and she says this is the like her apology I also want to apologize. I'm going to do my best to cut this out. Not cut this out, but like, try and noise reduction. But if you guys hear motorcycles in the background, I moved right next to a stoplight. So, I'm sorry for any cars that may show up.
1: Yeah, see, just lives like in the middle of an intersection now. Cars are driving on all sides.
0: Yeah, so, I'll do my best.
1: Like, in the in the housing of the stoplight is where the computer is sitting
0: yes (laughs) so if you hear any cars I'll try and do my best to uh, take them out but there's only so much I can do
1: anyways Honoka gets a call from her parents who are coming home tomorrow after being gone for okay so here's the thing Yes. The first time they s- mention it they say that they've been gone for over a year. But also they keep saying that they keep coming back for Nagisa's birthday. So it can't possibly have been over a year. Unless oh. the previous year was leap year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, in which case it would be barely over a year and no one would say that.
0: That's true. Oh, are you implying she's born on leap year?
1: No, I'm implying oh. that the last year in canon of the show, so I guess... Oh. Was 2003 a leap year? Is that possible?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'll look it up. Google. What List
1: of leap years.
0: 2003? I'm glad this is the... No.
1: No, because it's an odd number.
0: Oh, so it was 2004 that was a leap year. Hmm. I feel like I should know oh, that. Oh, yeah, I guess
1: that would have been it. Depen- Wait, hold on, when's Honoka's birthday?
0: Uh, that's a good question. We should figure out when the birthday's are so we can uh, say happy birthday to them.
1: I had to look it up at one point. It's... like I could open up Fire Pro and probably tell you because I had to look it up before.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's April 4th.
1: Okay, so yeah. 2004 being a leap year would have caused it to be over a year by just one day.
0: Okay. I mean... Maybe they were just really busy last year. Because even this, uh, in this episode, they got called into work, so.
1: Uh-huh. And they are, speaking of their work, they are art dealers slash resellers.
0: Yes. So they go around to different countries buying artwork and jewelry and then selling it. I guess it makes sense. Honaka does seem to be pretty well off.
1: Yeah. It's like, um, the stock market, only they have to go everywhere, and it's mostly, like, things that are fancy, instead of just numbers.
0: Yes. So, what were you gonna say?
1: Uh, nothing, really. Oh, okay. You can keep going.
0: So, I was gonna point out that sometimes these uh, episodes they cut to the uh, uh, opening pretty weird. Like, Nagisa says, your parents are coming home, and then it just cuts to the opening, which I thought was a Mm -hmm. weird place to just cut. Yeah. I also thought she was going to have a bigger reaction to both uh, Honoka's parents coming back and to realizing that Honoka's birthday is tomorrow. Because she usually has, like, pretty dramatic like reactions but she seems to be like oh honika's birthday is tomorrow
1: yeah she's trying to play it cool so it doesn't look like she didn't already know what honika's birthday was
0: do you think honika knows when nagisa's birthday is
1: yes i think uh honika knows the birthdays of everyone in her class
0: she does seem to be that type
1: because isn't she also like class president yes if not she fits that archetype
0: it's been so long since we watched i forgot
1: all i can remember is ben 10 <laughs> <laughs> so anyways after learning that it's honica's birthday soon nagi's like all right i need to get Honoka a present somehow
0: yes we also get to see Honoka's parents they uh have like this cart of like Birthday gifts. Not they like, mm-hmm. wheeling up.
1: And they get incredibly affectionate with Honoka, because I have the note here. Honoka is murdered in the airport.
0: Yes. They, like, hug her, like, kind of like the hug where, like, they squeeze her so hard, like, you can't really breathe.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess if her parents are away for, like, an entire year, but one day, I guess it makes sense that they would be really happy to see Honoka. It's really nice that she gets to, uh... That her parents are very affectionate, because, like, if they're gone for so long, it could, like, fall into the trope of, like, being really disconnected from your parents. Mm-hmm. But, like, they seem to, like, try and, like, pile on as much affection onto Honoka when they can see her, so...
1: Yeah. I had a relation, like relationship like this with a family member before it's familiar enough
0: i haven't had the best luck with my family but that's besides the point
1: speaking of bad luck Nagisa's broke yes and tries to get an advance on her allowance but she's already done this six times
0: <laughs> yes and i want to point out when she sees that she has 18 yen she like head desks and one of the uh, yen coins is stuck on her forehead so when she's talking to her mother and her brother it's just still on her forehead
1: yeah and there are like several different scene cuts so they just kept it on there and it's very funny
0: it is also that had to hurt when she did that like when she just hit her head against all this all these coins
1: Hmm. It doesn't take a lot to get a coin to stick to your hand or to any part of your skin, really. That's so. true. Plus, they're like decently flat. They're not like super thick, even yen pieces.
0: I guess. And I'm sure Nagisa, with her magic, has a. is more immune to damage? Maybe?
1: Mm, maybe.
0: She does try to go for first uh, flatter her brother, but then when he's like, I'm not gonna give you money, she. Tries to threaten him and like, puts him in another hold.
1: Yes, a submission maneuver.
0: Yes. But it does not work. Nagisa like does not get any more money.
1: Speaking of money, <laughs> Honika's parents get a call about a job that they've been refusing multiple times.
0: Yes. You know, they want to spend time with their daughter.
1: Mm hmm. But, but Honoka tells them to take it anyways, and luckily for all of them, it's in town.
0: Yes, that is very lucky. You know, you're trying to avoid a job, but you go white right to the place where the job is.
1: Yeah.
0: Honoka is very, like, kind. I didn't think she was going to actually, like, okay with the fact that her parents have to work on her birthday, but she seems to be pretty, like, okay with it. I thought maybe she was putting up a font. To, like, hide that she was really disappointed. But at no point does it seem like she's actually, like, upset.
1: Yeah, I figured, like... When I read the title, Honoka Explodes... I figured it would have led to Honoka exploding at some point.
0: Yeah. But, I guess the title lied to us. That, or people have a weird definition of what exploding looks like. Yeah. So... Honoka is waiting, and Meeple starts saying that she's hungry, so she leaves the room. And as she walks off, we cut to outside the very same jewelry store that Honoka and her family's at, where Nagisa is walking by as she tries to figure out what she's going to get Honoka for her birthday.
1: Yeah, and she looks at some jewelry, and if I'm not mistaken, it was like a heart necklace or something?
0: Yes, it was a heart necklace.
1: Something very, you know, love focused. Yeah. Anyways.
0: I, <laughs> I did write that down to be, uh, to be like, well, you know, uh, Honaka, Nagisa, that's really. Nagisa sees this necklace, but it's far too expensive for her to buy. And, uh, she says, I guess money really does make the world go round. And then people's like, no, it's love that makes the world go round. It's not from the bottom Mm -hmm. of your heart. The the present is meaningless.
1: And then Nagisa is struck with inspiration and runs off.
0: Yes. And in her place, coming down the street, are three guys wearing masks. And they come into the store and they're like, well, here to rob this place, one of the guys pretends to have a gun. Like, I didn't really think he had a gun because, like, the way- Yeah.
1: I also put down that he has a fake gun because <laughs> they don't show it because it's an animated children's show. Yes. It, but it really just looks like the guy is doing that thing where you stick your hand in your pocket and then you point it forward to make it look like you're holding a gun in there.
0: Yes. But apparently no one else realizes this. I guess if three people in masks come up to you and threaten you, maybe you, your first reaction is just listen, but... Mm-hmm. So they tie up and lock everyone in a room... And then Honoka just comes walking out, looking really confused at these robbers, who are really confused that there's just this little girl in the room. <laughs>
1: and so Honoka lectures them about the horrors of capitalism, which is cool, but then she also says that they need to exist within that system, which... Yes. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean... So it was this moment I... It's saw- like... Sorry. It's one
1: of those things that you'd put on one of those Twitter accounts, it's like almost got it.
0: Yeah. You're almost
1: there. You're so close.
0: Yes. <laughs> it was at this moment I thought ho- where the exploding was gonna come from. Cause she like looks really concerned like she's almost gonna start crying as they're like explaining what's happening. Cause she's like why are you robbing people? What is going on? And they're like we don't have any money. Like of course we're robbing people. But then. Yeah
1: and like and you're thinking like oh maybe she's just gonna start yelling all of these things. No she mostly Calmly explains everything.
0: Yeah, she's talking about how her family works really hard and, like, how they can only have time for her one day a year. And don't you, why won't you think about those other people who are working hard that you're, like, hurting? She does yell once to tell them to sit down, and they do that. And then she calmly explains. Also, the close up shot on her face when she's talking to them is not the best because her forehead looks like her forehead looks just weird in that very close-up shot hmm. i think it could have been done better and the robbers try and start explaining that they used to be like people who worked hard for their money and stuff but before they get too far in their explanation who should show up but gekki drago who has found Hunaka. do you think he knew she was there, or did someone tell him? Because I feel like maybe he was told.
1: I I always just assume that they're being told, like, oh, here's yeah. where the prism stone energy is.
0: That makes sense.
1: But, like, Gekidrago is the one who has to be told the most because everyone else just sort of knows how to get that information.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what I think is interesting about uh, Futariwa is that, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, because I feel like it's come up, but the bad guy's, already know uh the pedicure's civilian identities like geki drago comes in here and he's he already knows who honoka is even though she's not transformed
1: i think that's because pissard figured it out i don't think pissard knew until part of the way through the pissard arc
0: oh you know what you're right so at least pissard did one thing right before he was horribly murdered and turned into a stone okay he wasn't turned into a stone he did his best yeah, I mean...
1: I haven't seen the show, but I'm assuming that no one ends up succeeding, which means that Pissar has <laughs> as good of a record as anyone else.
0: I mean, considering what kind of show it is, I don't think anyone's going to win. So, you know, Pissar did his best, and this is a minor spoiler, maybe, because I'm oh, going to bring it up at the end of the episode. But next episode is Geki Drago's last episode. How many episodes... Let's see did he was he in comparative? to Hazard? let's see i
1: don't know but speaking of trying your best nagisa is trying her best to make a custom present at home because she borrowed someone's shining kit i don't remember what she called it
0: no she borrowed shio's silver making kit or well, not silver making but like it's like a silver kit where you can like make jewelry and stuff out of silver
1: yeah, I don't think it's, like, real silver. It's, like, a fake Probably thing not.
0: I can't imagine it's real silver, but, like, it's probably good enough. Um. Hmm. Yes. So, we cut between Naisa nice, uh, trying to make this gift and, uh, the situation in the jewelry store a few times, because we cut back, and, uh, Yagi Jago just kind of, like, opens the, like, lifts up the, uh, door, Like, one of those, uh, what are they called? Those doors like, when you, like...
1: Um... I call them, they're normally called, like, I call them blast doors, because I only ever think of them in the science fiction in space sense.
0: Yes. So he pulls that open, and then when he comes in, he pulls it down. And he goes right up to Honoka and says, give me the prism stones. And Honoka is brilliant. Because she knows that Geki Drago is not the brightest. So she's like, you can have to put some stones if you can find them. And she points to all the jewelry. So while Geki Drago is going through all this jewelry, she can figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. Because if all of you have forgotten out there that's listening, Nagisa and Honoka can't transform unless they're together. So she can't transform right now. She has to figure out a way to get Nagisa here so they can fight Geki Drago. We cut back to see Nagisa's. What she's made for Honoka is, like, a little charm that's of uh, Meeple and Mipple. I don't know why she chose the fairies to make.
1: Well, it's like, um... Like, uh, the imagery of two doves together.
0: That is true. Know?
1: And also it's something that only they have in common.
0: That's true. It is a... I guess it is a symbol of, like, their... Uh, connected undying love (laughs) i was gonna say connected fate but undying love also works and meeple and ripple are in love you know if you're gonna have a symbol that only you two know about i guess that works but uh meeple's a very harsh critic he's like that looks awful you can't give her that
1: oh yeah she's not done polishing it or something like that she says
0: yeah i didn't think it looked that bad like i feel like the first time she makes it it's something I would probably make if I tried maybe even better than what I would do if I was trying to make, like, a handmade uh, chart or something. Exactly. But then we cut back to the jewelry store, and uh, Honoka's dad ends up sticking his head out a window to shout down to the uh, people below to call the cops, and the cops do show up. I don't Mm -hmm. think her parents are aware that geki drago's there
1: no they are still in the other room
0: yes so all they know about is about the robbers okay hold on a second i need to take a drink my voice is going
1: i can talk about the next part then such as the robbers having a heart-to-heart conversation and they talk some more about how rich people suck yes and Honeka gives them a rousing speech Yes because she has a plan.
0: She does. what we learn is that uh, the guys like their boss fucked them over because like I think I think what happened is that their business went bankrupt and then the boss kind of like pushed all this like debt onto the guys. so that's how they ended up broke.
1: Yeah, it was basically like it sounded like it was a situation of I may be confusing this with like something I read a story wise afterwards. But, like, the previous boss was there, and then the son took over, and the son just used the new company, or someone bought out the company, one of those two things, and they just ran up a bunch of debt and then bounced before it would collapse on them. It's like what happened with Toys R Us, where a larger company bought them and used it as an excuse to get rid of debt that they had built up somewhere else.
0: Yeah, and I remember that Hanukkah, like, part of what she says is that uh, life is all good things and bad things so if you're going through like a really hard uh, patch right now, like of bad stuff something good's gonna be coming towards your way, which is something I've heard before.
1: Yes, Honoka is a strong believer in karmic balance Yes. Of the universe.
0: Definitely. And what she says seems to reach the robbers. They seem to like be affected by her heartfelt speech of not giving up. Mm-hmm. But, as the police show up, some television crews also show up, which is good because this allows Honoka to find a way to get Nagisa's attention. Because Nagisa ends up uh, finishing the little charm, and she shows it to Meeple, who's like, yeah, that looks great. And at first she's like, I should go see Honoka so I can give it to her. But then she's like, actually, I should probably let her spend time with her parents you know she hasn't seen them in over a year it's not right of me to interfere but then Mm -hmm. she sees a news report that's very convenient about what's happening at the jewelry store and luckily she spots nipple in a window yep nipple's just kind of like moving around a little bit
1: and then has to go back inside and go back into phone mode because that tires her out when She's on her own.
0: Yes. You know, and we already know that uh, being in their fairy form is exhausting. So probably by themselves is probably worse. Mm Mm-hmm. And the that comes just in time because Geki Drago realizes, oh, you tricked me. These aren't the prism stones at all. Like, you were just trying to get me to look through all this jewelry so you can escape.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And Nagisa tries to get in there because she runs down there to the store. Yes. But the police have closed everything off and won't let her inside.
0: Which makes sense. So then. It yeah. makes sense because she is a middle school girl.
1: Yeah. But then she sneaks into the alleyway and into the vents. Yes.
0: Because she overhears them talking about how they can get into the vents, but it's too small for an adult. And she's like, too small for an adult, eh? So. Stranger
1: Things Season 3. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen stranger things i know saying that someone's gonna be like you haven't watched strangers things but i don't know i've watched a lot Here,
1: of... here's a hot tip for everyone you don't have to watch stranger things
0: <laughs> i feel like i would wa- like stranger things if i've watched it but i've been watching so many other stuff that i just haven't had the time because i also have a co-worker that's like oh you should watch stranger things and like I'll, when i get around to it i guess i will
1: it's fine enough some people might describe it as having jumped a shark
0: oh well that could be not the best okay this is going completely off topic. off traffic but every time someone says jump the shark i think of this uh have you ever seen the show boston legal no so it's a show about uh boston lawyers and like i watched all of boston legal I don't know why, I just really enjoyed the show. And at the end, they completely, like, they even said it by name. Like, they realized, like, the show was going to get canceled, so they just went crazy. And, like, the last episode, like, it was just, I think there was, like, a little, like, shark jumping that went on, like, this finale. It was wild. And every time I hear Jump the Shark, I just think of Boston Legal and how wild it ended.
1: I need to make sure I use that phrase correctly, because people use the phrase all the time i'm not sure um okay uh mm,
0: so instead of watching stranger Things, i wouldn't
1: describe it as jumping the shark now that i have read the official definition of jumping the shark according to wikipedia
0: what's the official definition
1: it's the moment when something that was once popular no longer warrants the attention it previously received ah sorry when something that has already done that part makes an attempt at publicity which only serves to highlight its irrelevance
0: ah I can see why Boston Legal did this, because they were getting canceled, so I guess that makes sense for why they went out that way and actually, like, acknowledged that they were doing that. It probably hasn't aged that well, because this is a show from, like, the mid-2000s. So I yeah. can... But getting back to Pretty Cure, which has nothing to do with lawyers or Boston... Uh,
1: mm, it could have something to do with lawyers.
0: I guess we'll find out. I mean, I guess, yeah. I can see... Onika becoming a lawyer. Yeah. But probably not in Boston.
1: No, probably not. Unless she gets really good... Unless she's really good at her English lessons or something.
0: You know, we haven't heard them talk about English. So, maybe. She's a pretty smart character. And her parents do travel around the world, so... Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she knew English or maybe another language.
1: Um, But yeah, anyways, Nagisa gets out of the vents just in time yes so they can transform
0: yes before that the robbers try and protect Honoka which is very sweet but uh against Geki Drago they just get like knocked out like right away which I guess is good because then they don't see Honoka and Nagisa transform yeah they don't see this middle schooler that lectured them and tried to give them hope about the future
1: yeah um also at this point we get a trumpet heavy version of the music yes. which i think is i like it a lot and i want more trumpets
0: yes i wrote down that the theme music kicks in and that it walks
1: it has lots of trumpets
0: yes so if you thought this episode was already pretty weird what happens next is uh i was they
1: forgo to... any fighting and immediately do their finishing move
0: Yes, what happens while they're doing the finishing move, I was like, okay, I don't...
1: Mm, okay, so here's the thing, is like, when it happens, at first I'm like, okay, I think I understand why that happened. And then they explain it, and they were like, actually, the reason why it happened makes no sense whatsoever. Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we had similar thoughts, because they use the big attack, and Geki Drago is trying to like resist against it. And it seems like maybe is- it's not going to yeah. work. And then light starts coming from all the jewelry in the jewelry shop. And I thought maybe light was reflecting off the jewelry.
1: Exactly. To uh, yeah. aid in the like a reflection thing. Yes.
0: So that's what I thought. But that was not what we are told happens. What we are told is... Wait. I think I wrote this down.
1: Okay. If you didn't, I can try to paraphrase it, but I do not have any of it written down.
0: Ah, so, what Nipple says is that the stones reacted to the power of light inside of them and saved them.
1: Maybe that's why I wrote down Kingdom Hearts. I don't remember.
0: You know, that actually makes sense.
1: I know now that Kingdom Hearts is not darkness.
0: <laughs> and then Honoka says, I was always told that jewels have strange powers in them. I guess that's true. I'm like, who, who told you this, Honoka.
1: Probably the same person who taught her about karma, the karmic balance of the universe.
0: Yeah, and then, wasn't she the one in the first episode who was talking about, like, wishing on stars? I
1: think... Yes? I remember probably. her coming
0: in on that conversation about wishing on stars.
1: That would make sense.
0: Yes. So, with the power of jewels that are able to sense the light within them and help them, <laughs> if you thought Pretty Cure wasn't weird before it it definitely is uh the door is open and well Gekidrago gets like uh he blasts off again he's gone
1: mm. yeah and as the cops are busting in nagisa just turns around puts her gift in Honoka's hands and then disappears back into the vent yes
0: <laughs> that was really good Ah, <laughs> oh, nagisa is very good So the robbers decide to turn themselves in. They're not going to resist arrest. They were so inspired by Honoka's speech that they're like, you know, robbery is robbery. So we're, we're just going to go to jail and we're going to serve our time.
1: And when we're out, we'll start all over. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, if it's anything like the American system, you're going to get out and not be able to find a job almost anywhere.
0: Yeah. I don't know what the prison system is like, In
1: Japan, Hmm. how hard it is for someone with a criminal record criminal record to find work.
0: Yeah, if anyone out there knows, just add us, and hopefully I'll remember by. Well, I guess it depends on when you tell us. Because, oh, well, actually, I was gonna say, add us before the next episode, but
1: we're recording the next episode in like two days.
0: Yes, so (laughs) that won't work. I will mention it when I see it. Uh. So, Honoka's parents, uh, show up and they hug her and they're really happy that Honoka's not, like, murdered or anything. And she looks Mm -hmm. down and she sees the... I guess it's kind of like a keychain because it has, like, one of those chains.
1: Yeah, it looks like you could probably slot it onto, like, a necklace if you preferred.
0: Yeah. And she seems really happy and she says that she's lucky to have such a great friend like Nagisa. She says it's the best birthday she's ever had, which... Involves robbers breaking into a jewelry store and having to fight an evil being. I don't know what kind of bushes bush she's had before. I guess it could have been worse.
1: Yeah, it's not even over yet. It's probably like only two in the afternoon.
0: That is true.
1: Um, but yeah, that's the episode. And you know what we didn't get?
0: We didn't get any Zekana.
1: Yeah, which also means we didn't get any Gomena.
0: I know. I thought for sure that when I saw the labors break in, I'm like, this, this is it. This is the time someone's gonna get possessed, and they're gonna have to use that move again. That they've only used one. That did not happen.
1: It continues to not happen.
0: Yes, I don't know if we'll ever see this move again.
1: It's like Sailor Moon's Super Crying. Yes. We won't see it another again for. We won't see it again for like three seasons, which will be weird because. These characters only show up for one more season <laughs> until, like, a special or something.
0: Yes. Uh, they show, I think, the only time I know they show up is in the, uh, what are they called? The movies that are, like, crossovers. They have a name that I can't think of off the top of my head. Also, all 49... Forever Red. All 49 of the, uh, booty here are in, uh, uh, one of the... Episodes of last season's last year's show. I know how roads work, which was really cool. And if you have an interest in Pretty Cure, you should watch that episode. Just type in all 49 Pretty Cure fight, and you'll get you'll see the clip from that episode if you're listening out there. So that ends the episode, and we get the preview for next week's episode, which is Geki Drago's last episode. It is Save Ryota, Geki Drago's Panic
1: also known as Fish Out of Water.
0: (laughs) Because they do go to an aquarium. Because, like, I think Nagisa takes her brother there. If you don't know who Ryota is, that's Nagisa's younger brother's name. We don't say (laughs) the name of the families that often. I don't think we really get their parents' names. But her brother's name is Ryota. And joining us is a guest next week, which is... Interesting because we had a guest on for Pissot's last episode. And we're having a guest on for Geki Drago's last episode. And this was not planned, I promise.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I'll keep an eye on you.
0: (laughs) It's fine. I have nothing to hide. But if you want to talk to us about the weird power of jewelry and stones, you can find us at Prepod Engaged on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at magical underscore pride.
1: Hold on, let me double check something real quick. All right, it's pre pod engaged, not engaged. In case that wasn't clear. Yes. No D at the end.
0: No, it's no D at the end.
1: Um, and you can find me on Twitter at madlabotanist. That's M A D L O B O T A N I S T.
0: Do we do anything else at this end? It's been so long
1: um i mean i can just keep plugging things
0: we could do that you could also listen to our other podcast at hey let's talk cast where me cassidy and former guest of the podcast crash talk about stuff we're gonna be talking about sonic i don't know if that episode will be up by time this episode comes out
1: probably not we haven't even decided when we're gonna record it yes
0: so if you're hearing this and we haven't recorded yet you should ask us questions about sonic
1: yes talk to us about a hedgehog or you can listen to or i mean in addition to that not or do both (laughs) Um, you can also listen to my other podcast with my friend lava it is kids and their dog a scooby-doo movie review and recap podcast that's at kids and their dog um we're gonna have another episode out before this goes up for sure um we're we have guests on and we talk about possibly one of the funniest movies we've seen so far (laughs) moon monster madness
0: i'm definitely interested to hear what you have to say after uh you talked to me about it while you were watching it it looks really good
1: i i tweeted out a like 10 second clip of fred just pouring water on his hair
0: (laughs) yes you should listen to both those podcasts and until next time we need your help meepo
1: i play meeple in attack position